Hello and good evening, everyone. It is Monday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Small Biz Highlight. My name is Tiffany Roman, and I am your host, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some amazing business owners tonight. But first, a couple pieces of information to start off with. First of all, we are live with StreamYard. So what does that mean? Um, well, if you are catching us live on Facebook, welcome. Uh, it would be very helpful if you were to leave a comment uh, or, you know, a question of some sort to have StreamYard and Facebook talk to each other so that we could know your name and see your picture because, you know, we like to know who's talking to us, not just what you've got to say. So it's very simple. You go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook, helps them speak to each other, and boom, you're in. I will make sure it's copied and pasted into the comments for easy clicking but it should be in the description of the video. But anyway, moving on. As always, I am promoting this year as 2020U, a year of more acceptance, more love, and faith in yourself. We have been through so much the last two years, all of us, in different ways, shapes, and forms. And I just felt like this year had to be dedicated to just loving ourselves a little bit more in whatever that means for you. So. I am selfishly using, selfishly using all of you as my accountability partners in this. So feel free to use me. And maybe it's a good idea, but you want to do it with some friends and family, feel free to share along. I would love to hear your journeys and what you're doing with yourself this year to just learn to accept and love and have more faith in yourself. <laughs> uh, starting April 18th, guys, that's in one week. April 18th, I'm going to be hosting a live Q&A session. What does that mean? I'm an open book. Whatever questions you have for me, whether it be about the podcast, maybe you want to learn more about me personally, my journey through postpartum depression, my journey through getting help from my son with his ADHD that I'm still struggling with, uh, whatever it may be, I want you all to get to know me. You know, I started this business not really expecting it to become a full-time gig, and it has. And I am so grateful for that. But along the way, I forgot to, you know, really let you guys get to know me and why I'm doing this. So that's what the Q&A is for. So you have to chime in and see what I've got to say. You know, all questions welcome. Besides, that week on the 20th is our two-year anniversary. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it's almost two years already. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so tonight, I am honored to introduce you to a gentleman who really needs no introduction. I'm just kidding. Corey Myers is amazing. Gonna, You're going to have a lot of fun listening to him. So let's get him on screen, hopefully, as long as my computer wants to work for me. There we go. Hey, Corey. Hey hey how's it going oh it's going good Tec technical stuff is working so far so good so we're on a roll fantastic yeah <laughs> thank you so much for being here i'm so excited to have you well i'm really excited to be here i've shared it out with my groups and my pages and uh hopefully you can ask me some great questions and we can get some answers out Oh my gosh, no pressure, pressure. people. You see no this? pressure. You see this? <laughs> this is what I have to put up with. 
All right. Well, Corey, we're going to start out with a question that trips people up sometimes. I'm not going to lie. They get thrown off their game a little bit. So we're going to see how it throws you off a little. Corey Myers, who are you? Well, uh, I am a uh, veteran and an outdoorsman and an adventurer. But, you know, climbing mountains and doing things like that doesn't always pay the bills. So I also apply strategy to businesses. And so my personality is mixed with how I do business as well. So I'm a dog lover. I absolutely love to make friends and not just have clients. Um, so um, that's who I am. I've moved to Austin in the last uh, last year. Um, so oh, wow. I've been here a little over a year, but I'm a Texas native. So from Lubbock, Texas. Um, and uh, we might have to uh, switch the guns up to some horns here soon. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Here we go. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for your uh, service to our country. You know, that's how we connected. If you didn't know, guys, for those of you who are new, I'm a veteran, too. And we actually connected through one of the amazing Facebook groups on Facebook. Um, uh, just connecting veteran business owners and giving us the opportunity to kind of share what we do. So. That's how this happened, this this episode. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but Corey, all right. So I'm really excited to learn more about your actual business here because it sounds really um, interesting and very involved. I'm not going to lie. So the way you described your business to me was that, you know, Sorry, you're pairing... dog toys hitting the ground. <laughs> you're, you described your business by pairing... Fortune 500 principles to small to mid-size mid on enterprise level businesses. Like, okay, that's a lot to, di to digest there. Let's break it down a little bit further here. What is it okay. exactly that you're doing at Gravier? All right. I make big concepts small <laughs> so that we can apply them to your business. How about that? Is that short okay. enough? Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that makes total sense, you know, because so from the military, we have, you know, that's the biggest corporation in the in the world, really. And yes. uh, so taking some of that and I worked at Caterpillar, I've worked all over all over the place. And so I've learned a lot of Fortune 500 principles, like I say. And what we really want to do is help small businesses and midsize enterprises to excel at what they do because they're the backbone of the United States and of the world, small businesses. Wow. Okay. So what, give us an example of some of those principles that you are helping these businesses kind of develop into their business structure. Well, first you have to look at strategy. And if you're a small business owner, sometimes strategy seems like this far away concept. But we break that down really simply and give you the tools to formulate a strategy um, and evaluate your initiatives and then pick the right initiatives to move forward instead of just kind of guessing and shooting a, you know, a random arrow somewhere and hoping it hits the target. And no, then, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Mm -mm. You go, go, go. Oh, uh, I was going to say, so first is strategy. Second you have to look at 
process. And so Mm. a lot of people, um, they want, they have their process down and it's all up in their head. But what we really want to do is just write it down and put it into a format where someone else can do what you were doing so that it can be taken off of your plate at some point. A lot of small business owners and even mid-sized enterprise owners, they have to do everything. They have to put their hands on everything. And that's simply just uh, not economical. And you don't get to take as many cool vacations if you do that. It's Um, not healthy either. Goodness. Oh, man. No. Yeah. And it really, you have to build that trust um, mm. with, with doing that. You have to trust other people. Now, guess what? They're not going to do it right the first time. Nobody is no. because it's your process. But once you learn that and you say, okay, this is the process of teaching, then you um, then you really start to begin pushing some of that and delegating some of that out. Um, and that brings me to the third part is uh, teachability and teaching. Um, I absolutely love teaching business concepts, whether it's leadership, whether it's process engineering, all of these complex things. Uh, I love to break it down. And like the military, we say Crayola style. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love, I love to, uh, to make sure that those are learnable and teachable things. Wow. It's so um, amazing that you mentioned how it's so easy for small businesses, even mid-sized businesses to fall into that trap because it is a trap, guys. It's so easy to get so enveloped and into building your own business that you forget that there are capable people out there that could actually help you. I know this because I'm guilty (laughs) of it myself. So, you know, it's, it's hard because it's also very scary because this is like another baby, if anything, like another child, you're developing it, you're growing it, it's growing. And, you know, now it's up to you to continue to, you know, develop it and help it progress and find different ways to do that. But along the way, you are so like stuck on the idea that this is mine, this is mine, that you forget that, okay, I really need to look for help. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like, um, I've, I've heard it compared to the father daughter complex of like, are there boys in the front yard, you know, looking out the window. And, um, I think that's about, that's about right. I don't want somebody else touching, touching my daughter, you know? So it's like, Hey, but at a certain point, um, and I've got a wedding to attend this weekend, um, at a certain point you got to give her away. Right. And, uh, somebody else is going to, uh, do a really great job of taking care of your baby. And so some of that is some of growing a business is to sell it and to exit. Um, at a certain point, you might want to retire. You might want to hand it off to the kids. You might want yeah. to sell it. Uh, so, um, you know, there's all kinds of different options at the end of the, the road. But uh, for now, let's just grow it, right? Yeah, I think that's a concept that has really gone to the back seat a little bit, especially because we've been so ingrained with the idea that we have to find a corporate job and we have to stay there for however many upteen years until we retire and then we retire and then whatever's left of our lives, we just kind of live it out. But there's been multiple people throughout history that have been the ones that started the business and because they were able to get to the point where they could sell it 
or at least get help to have people pretty much run it for them, that now they're able to, you know, live in the success of their business, but also live a life that they've dreamed of, you know? And I feel like that is just still something that people aren't grasping that is absolutely possible for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I always say, start with the exit strategy. I'm sorry. She, my dog is going crazy over, over this toy. Let me get it over there. So it doesn't make any <laughs> You're noise. fine. I don't even hear. My camera is fine. We're having an earthquake over here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the, you know, the big, the big things are process and uh, making sure that those, um, those rules are followed with your strategy, um, that you have a routine. There's, there's a lot of things mm. that can change throughout your day, but if you have a routine, then you can set uh, your boundaries and say, absolutely not. I have something that's always on Tuesday at this time. I have to, I can't go eat lunch with you and have this meeting at that time. Let's, mm. And then now, you know, I call it the train tracks because now we're on track, but we know where we're going so we can put something onto that schedule later on. And so even those small things, those are, you know, fortune 500 principles, Mars, oh, wow. pet care and Snickers and M&Ms uses it. Caterpillar uses it. All of these things, there's, there's all kinds of um, businesses and, you know, fortune, fortune 50 companies. They're oh. out there using these principles and teaching their staff and leadership um, that can be used by someone who's never worked for Caterpillar and or never worked for, um, you know, big companies. So if you don't have that experience, you know, that's that's unfortunately where I come in. But uh, it it really does uh, help to have at least some type of mentor or some type of coach or some type of consultant to help strengthen those things that you may be weak in. Is it ever too late to get started with a mentor in your business? Because I tell you what, it's not something that people automatically will say, yes, the first step you do is find a mentor when you're starting your business. They, they'll they go every other route beyond that and then go to find their mentor. Would you yeah. think that? Uh, um, I think it's never too early and it's never too late. Um, there are some cases where you might have dug yourself into a big, big hole, but there's yes. always a solution to dig out of that. There's always something that can be done. If the business has value and provides value to the community, if the business is actually doing uh, something that the community would pay money for um, and you can build around that, there's always ways to raise capital. There's always mm -hmm. ways to, um, uh, you know, find ways to sell uh, your wares or your services. And I think, you know, people, people get into a rough spot and that's entrepreneurship. It's ups and downs. You have, I mean, I'm running my own business. Like I said, I just moved from Lubbock um, to Austin because mm. I, you know, COVID struck and things like that. Oh. hit. So we have to be cognizant. I've had troubles in my own business and I've just taken those as learning experiences, but you can't lose faith because entrepreneurship is definitely hard. <laughs> Gosh, it is hard. 
And I'm glad you brought up COVID because, you know, we really love listening to different ways that the pandemic shutdowns and all of that have affected different types of businesses. How would you say it affected yours? Very, very poorly. Uh, mm. <laughs> it, or it, it didn't go well. Um, mm. So, you know, I, my business over the last six years has been face-to-face, handshakes, eye contact. Um, if you like me personally, then I and I like you personally, let's do some business. Yeah. And um, that's how I've always just done business. Because I was from a small town, uh, it, it opens a lot of doors to just be personable, right? Mm. The shift during COVID to go all digital, even though I've been using Zoom and I've been using Google Meet and all these other platforms for a long, long time, I've worn out so many webcams, it's not even funny. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, even though I was using those as tools, I wasn't using them as selling tools. And Ooh. so my network really, um, uh, you know, I, I failed in forming a good network. I don't want to say my network failed because they were doing what they did, but I built the wrong network in the wrong area. And so what I've been doing now, the new shift has been um, to build a more robust network, making sure to get to know people and understand hey, this person can help you even though Corey might not be able to. When I'm meeting with somebody, I always have a resource I can pull out of my bag and write mm. down a phone number for yes. them or an email or connect them on Facebook or LinkedIn. So um, there's all always those resources through networking in a more robust uh, way and a more intentional way. I was going to the networking meeting and meeting the people that they were exposing me to. That's it, you know? <laughs> or I, know. I would go... Or I would go to a conference in Dallas or Denver or San Francisco and meet people there. But, you know, when you don't have, you know, live conferences, that's pretty hard. So shifting to a new sales method, uh, shifting to a new delivery method. A lot of times I was going to somebody's office and sometimes I would even set up shop. I would pull my laptop out and have my own little office at their workplace to get my work done. and. Now I have to set up, you know, automated services where I can set up meetings and set up interviews, take surveys from the employees. Um, there's a lot of things that, uh, depending on what I'm asked to do, um, I can grab that statistical information and help that business out. But I have mm. to do it in a different way now. So yeah. instead of having them fill out a piece of paper, I send them a, a survey online yeah, um, and, and then we talk about it afterwards on a Zoom call. So it's, it's, it's really, really um, a different era because of COVID. And I think it's, I won't say better. I still like to shake hands and look people in the eye, um, but it's, it's opened my mind up, even though I'm a business owner myself. I had to change. I had to tra change drastically to make things work. Hmm. Yeah. I, you know, it's crazy the different stories that happen because of a result of the pandemic shutdowns and just everything in general. It's definitely been a huge shift for so many different businesses. And I mean, even you, I mean, 
you said you were already somewhat digital, but then to go 100% digital was just something so <laughs> not in your wheelhouse, basically. You yeah. want to be in people's faces and making sure that they remember you. And that's so hard to adjust Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And, you know, the handshake and the being there is was 99% of my sales, you know. But, you know, having to do it over a webcam or a telephone, that's a different level of sales that I'm not really, still to this day, not really comfortable. I still want to be your friend first and see mm -hmm. if we can do something to help your business out and make a million dollar shift. Wow. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play a short little commercial here. When we get back, I really want to learn more about how someone would get started with you in becoming a, you know, a customer with you, uh, learning from you, the whole process. All right. So give me one second. We will be right back. Are you tired of missed business opportunities because you don't have the marketing tools that big companies do? Do you want to generate more sales with less effort or technical knowledge? Text for More is a digital marketing solution that is both your digital brochure and web presence that connects you directly to your customers. Best of all, Text for More is proven to deliver results. In fact, some of our clients have seen their monthly revenue increase by as much as five times in the first couple of months. To get started today, text the keyword MORE to 317-342-8114 and see how we can assist you. Text for more. Next generation brochures for the digital age. All right, we are back with Mr. Corey Myers here who's been going back and forth with me here talking about pandemic struggles of going you know from being face to face with people and then going 100% digital i mean and just giving amazing advice and uh, tidbits for what his business is doing for small to mid-sized businesses where you know he's basically bringing big business tactics and making it possible for the small business to carry it on and make them just as successful. Ha, how'd that, how'd that go down? Was that pretty good? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. You should be my new spokesperson. Ooh, I like this idea. Let's talk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so like promised, I really want to dive into what the procedure is like for someone who'd want to get started to work with you. How does that, What what is entailed in that process? Well, normally someone would come to me if they have a problem and they have roughly identified, hey, I think this is going on or something like that in my business. Um, hey, I think we're hemorrhaging money somewhere and I can't find it. Um, I think uh, my employees could be more efficient and more happy because they know what they're doing on a daily basis instead of recreating mm. the wheel. Um those types of problems, if you have something that you've identified, um, I'm going to come in and do a diagnosis and just like a doctor would. And we'll we'll talk to your employees. We'll figure out we'll kind of do an investigation. Uh, and that that right there is the first step to anything. Mm -hmm. um, okay. 
it has to be done. I have to research and I have to find the root cause. Because guess what? As the CEO, the owner, the operator, your employees may not be telling you what the problem is, oh, or they might not know themselves. Um, and they're like, hey, we found a solution. We duct taped a broom to a uh, to something, and now we can reach the light bulbs and screw in the light bulbs, you know, or something. And so there's, <laughs> I, I've seen it all. Um, uh, there, in fact, this is a this is a great time to tell a story. Ooh, um, okay. I I went to a, a brewery, a beer brewery, and they were um, they're located in Texas. That's all I'll say. But they had a piece of tape on their canning line. So normally you you brew the beer you, uh, and all this stuff and get all get all the liquid ready. And then you got the cans and you put them on the canning line and it goes through and fills the can and caps the can and does that. Well, they had this piece of tape um, and I said, "What's that for?" And they said, "Oh, that's the twelfth can." And I said, "Oh, like uh, like uh, the Aggies or something?" And I, I, I just joking. And um, they said, "No, it's the twelfth can. Every twelfth can gets." Uh, cr the machine just crushes it. It fills it up with beer, crushes it, sprays beer all over the place. And then we have to shut down the machine, clean the machine and do all that. So what we do is we have one of our, you know, young employees stand mm -hmm. there and pick off the 12th can every time. <laughs> and so uh, what the, and, one way and they've got it. Yeah. So they've got a name for this type of action. It's called the hidden factory. And a lot of people don't realize that that's costing them money. You could just yeah. get the machine recalibrated. It may, it might end up being $12,000 depending on your canning or bottling line. However, you know, that's going to cost you a lot less in the long run, not having to have somebody there all the time. Oh, they missed a can. So now it's going to crush and spew all over the place. Now you've got to shut down the machine and clean it. That's all hands on deck. So, um, I need to go in and find those things that might be ailing the business and costing the business money in order for you to make your team more efficient, to make them happier at work. Who wants to pull cans off of, of a canning line all the time? Yeah. That's not a good job. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, those different types of things, you don't even know, have to know what's going wrong in your business to have a diagnosis um, and have me come in and look around, snoop around. I'm sorry, I've never found a perfect business. It just doesn't exist. Yeah. Everybody's got some ways to, that they can improve. Oh, um, so we start there. That's the that's the immediate thing is to find out what is costing your business. Then just like the strategy uh, that I talked about earlier, we mm -hmm. want to evaluate initiatives to fix those things. So that 12th can thing might not be important today. We might have a more pressing issue. And so let's fix the more pressing issue before we call out the guy to uh, fix the canning line. Um, you know, and, and sometimes these, uh, these problems are, are, are just so big that we need to solve them right now. Um, the faster we solve a million dollar problem, your five years starts now, right? You just saved $5 million. So um, if if we solve a small problem like that canning thing, that's a couple of thousand dollars, but that's not really going to collapse your business. 
Mm. So we want to prioritize that stuff. And then, you know, I will, when we do the diagnosis, we kind of go over that, we have a discussion, and then we look forward to either um, helping you implement the solution, uh, finding an implementation solution outside of Gravier strategy, or um, maybe you've got the staff and you say, hey, we can handle this. Um, and then you'll call me back in about six months and hmm. you'll say, we can't handle this. We didn't do it. <laughs> but, I'm joking. I'm joking. A lot of a lot of businesses do have um, a lot of great resources and, you know, proactive management staff and, you know, even, um, you know, just the, the brand new employee. He's got big ideas or she's got great ideas and um, they they help to uh, uh, remedy some problems by uh, getting rid of that inefficiency. And so um, just because you've been in the business 40 years doesn't mean that this person can't help out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think businesses like yours are so important, especially nowadays, you know, with all these small businesses that, you know, have survived the pandemic shutdowns and have gotten over that little hump, if you will, for lack of a better term here or phrase, I guess. But, you know, it's so important for them to take those moments to have someone like you come in and just really dive in and be like, what is going on here? What can I do that's better? You know, where can I save money? Because there's just too many small businesses closing. Too Absolutely. many of them. And, and that's really uh, my aim with this. I could, you know, be a consultant in a niche thing that really goes after the fortune 500 companies. And I'm going to fix this one thing for anybody who asks, and I'm going to charge all this money for it. But that doesn't help the mom and pops that yeah. uh, are struggling out there. And, you know, there's a, unfortunately there's a lot of small businesses that um, are just too small for me to spend my my physical time out there going through your books and doing all that. And so what I've done as well is I've created the level up communities and uh, I'm popping those up on Facebook. They're free to join. Um, all I ask is that you ask your questions and be open and honest with everybody. And then if you've got the answers, answer some questions oh, absolutely. from somebody else. So um, that's a, that's a free resource because it's on Facebook, it's a Facebook group. Um, it's just, it's something that I feel like if I can help the most businesses, then I can. And sometimes I get on Facebook and I'll answer questions if somebody's got something. So. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, your business sounds so, it, when I was reading the description you gave me of your business, I was like, whoa, that's a lot. <laughs> like I said at the beginning. I was like, that's a lot to take in because, you know, it just sounds so important what you're doing. But at the same time, it has to be so helpful for the businesses that you do take the, that take you, um, your advice, your strategies, what have you, and then end up benefiting so much from it. Uh, you know, recognizing, oh, well, duh, I should have known better than to do this that way or whatever. And sometimes it takes a third outside party to be like, 
hey, yo, you're screwing up for the person to be like, you know what? You're right. Because <laughs> they get so stuck in their ways and, and the way they want to do things that they think that's the only way to do it. Meanwhile, here comes somebody outside their world letting them know there is a new way, a more effective way. And they, you know, have no other choice but to really accept it because, you know, the evidence is in front of them. That's I like essentially to say, what you're doing. Pop in the bubble. Yes. Pop the bubble. You've that got this bubble that doing. you live in and you've got to, in, uh, you got to involve other people. You got to, you got to read, you got to do all these other things to get that outside knowledge inside yes. of your business. And then you've got to hire a diverse work group. Um, diversity and inclusion not only means different people, but mm. they're different knowledge uh, bases yes. or different experiences. So someone that has worked in a different field, but they were, they've got some, some skills that you need, maybe bring them in because they're going to look at your business with a different viewpoint. Um, there's different leadership strategies. If you need someone uh, to uh, turn a ship around, Hey, I've got this department that's just absolutely awful. You got to bring in a coercive leader and that stinks sometimes because it's like, do exactly what the, what I say so that mm -hmm. this will be correct or you're fired. And that's a coercive leader. And you got to know when to that contract ends, right? You got to yeah. know when, when that coercive leader has got to be replaced with, uh, okay, we've got a good team. We've got this, let's put this coercive leader somewhere else now. Or in, and that happens a lot with uh, car dealerships that are um, lots, they have big conglomerates that own a bunch of car dealerships. They'll take that coercive leader. He's a nice guy. He's a really, you know, personable guy, but, uh, or, or woman for that instance. But if you don't do it their way, you're fired mm. because we need right. to write this ship. It's important for us to not lose money. And if you're not going to say exactly what I tell you to say, and if you do that and you lose the sale, then it's my fault. If you don't do it, it's your fault, isn't it? So um, mm. there's a lot of different like intricacies in the leadership and process sphere. And so I really try to stay in that. But I try to network and learn about other people that are consultants and find out what they consult in. I have really great partners that do um, retail development. So they're going to we're going to develop your brand and get it ready for putting on the shelves of Target and Walmart and things like that. And we're gonna we're gonna educate you on how the lingo goes and all that stuff. And wow. uh, Ashley's a fantastic person to do that. But I've also got some hands that you know they're working on their own projects. They've got their own company and they do very similar stuff to me. So when I need an extra set of hands or when they need an extra set of hands, we work together. And so I have a great network. Um, and I love to just connect people, even if it's not a great fit for you and my company. Well, I think it sounds like a no brainer that anybody watching this episode and has any inclination that they need someone to come in and see what they're doing, or maybe they need help figuring out where to go from here, whatever your thought process is for your business, Corey is your guy, plain and simple, plain and simple. Thank you so much, Corey, for being here. I've read, I've had a really great time talking to you. And it's been so great listening to everything that you're doing with your business. I mean, it it's so much to uh, take in, but at the same time, it's just so educational. I, I just love what you're doing. Thank you so much for sharing it. 
Well, thank you for having me on. Okay. Well, that does that for this episode. Uh, you know, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Text for More, really quick. You know, uh, be sure to text Small Biz to 717-670-6400 and check out our awesome digital brochure that they've made for us. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, we need your help spreading the word about Small Biz Highlight, guys. We are a small business and we live off of word of mouth. And even more now because my invite friends button is missing off my Facebook business page. Oh, so I can't even invite people to like my, sh my show. So I need your help. It takes two seconds and will cost you nothing. Press share, text somebody, um, comment below the video and uh, not text. What is it called? Um, blanking here. Uh, tag somebody. That's it. Ah, don't judge me, people. Okay. It happens to everybody and you know it. But tag a friend at the bottom of this page that may be struggling or maybe needs some assistance that Corey can hook up with them. Spread the love because spreading the word about Small Biz Highlight not only spreads the word about the show, but also all 127 of my guests so far. How crazy is that to think about for a second there? <laughs> One post and you've given the opportunity for all 127 of my guests to have exposure. That's insane. But thank you again, Corey. I will leave you all with your friendly reminder to put your community first. We do that by shopping small and supporting local. See you in just a few minutes when I log in with another guest. He's a lot of fun. We'll love some dad jokes and is from Australia. So we're going to love the accent. Stay tuned. <laughs>